Oh, shit. Here we go again. Let me ask you this, though. Is Ohio State, Michigan, the biggest rivalry in, I could say college football, but I want to, like, take it even further, like, in all of sports? I think that it's the last remaining big one. Yeah. Because well, I, I think we've had the, we we had this con- uh, conversation before yeah. on us yeah, earlier. Yeah, we've had a conversation about rivalries before. Yeah, on an earlier uh episode, but it seems like all the rivalries have just kind of faded away and not just in collegiate sports, but also in all in, sports. Yeah, in professional sports as well it seems like guys which i think in professional sports is kind of a different story because there's not yeah. that there's not that i don't know what the word is but it's it's kind of different for for professionals because they're all yeah. it's like a brotherhood and what's good for the you know what's good for the nflpa is good for every player so yeah they have a vested interest in not you know but they're, i mean don't get me wrong there is beef in the nfl that's what's great yeah. about it. but as far as college goes, I feel like the NIL and the, and the transfer portal have really destroyed the rivalries in these in sports because there's just not that it's not bred into you. If you're out of school for three years, it's bred into you. Beat Michigan, beat Michigan, yeah. beat Michigan, and yeah. you know if if this is your third school in three years, you don't have that you know you don't have that vitriol for for the team that supposedly they, is your rival. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to yet another episode of Real Conversations with Cozy and Murph. I'm one half of this amazing, insightful, incredible duo, Cody Murphy. I'm here with my co-host, the one, the only, J.D. the Great, Cozad. Woo, let's go, baby! Fuck Michigan week, you heard? Yes, sir. We got. Uh, we're gonna talk some college football. Um, we're gonna switch it up a little bit. You know, we kind of cut the college football talk out the last couple weeks. Figure we'll <clears throat> have a little update and see. You know, have put our takes out there into the ether and see what comes back. And then we'll talk football. Review our pick or um, NFL. I'm sorry. Talk NFL. Review our picks. Review our bets of the week, which is. Fucking ugly right now. I'm having a brutal stretch. I'm having a brutal stretch. We need to discuss putting that on. No, we can keep doing it, but I think I'm going to throw some player props in there and shit like that. I don't know. We'll see. We'll see what it feels like when we get to that. Um, then we'll do our week 12 pickums, And then, I don't know. We'll see where it goes from there. Yes, sir. All right, JD. Let's. I guess let's kick it off with a bang. Ohio State going into Michigan. What are you thinking? How are you feeling as a Buckeye? It is with confidence. I'll say with confidence. In years past, I've also gone and had strong confidence, but. This team, as I've stated in the past, this team is structured differently than teams of the past. The last, what, two years, almost three years, has been structured solely on quarterback play. We live and die by quarterback play. And 
yes, I have been the biggest person against Kyle McCord this entire season, but because he is not the you know top 15 draft pick that we have grown accustomed to in the last five years for Ohio State, he is a, a cool, calm, collected leader. He keeps even keel, and I feel like the team around him has had to rise together in order to become a better team. So with everything that's going on with this Michigan scandal, and I'm sure we'll dive into that, I feel like Michigan is going to come in a little too, you know, like how we've had a discussion in the past about having too much emotions in the game. Yeah. I feel like there's going to, like they're going to just do something so like, just too Out much passion, too, yeah, too yeah. much passion, too much heart, and it's going to be what costs them this game. I think Ohio State's coming in the underdog, even though they are higher ranked than the new poll that just came out. I still feel like there's no real respect for like Kyle McCord as a quarterback. The Ohio State team that's lost to Michigan the last two years. It's definitely a, it's definitely a chance for us to get revenge it's it's yeah you're doing i feel good about it i feel good yeah i feel good about it this is, i think michigan's gonna be distracted and playing like way too much emotions hard on their sleeves yeah yeah i think i think you're on to something with that i feel like um you know last game against penn state they were super emotional after a big win or whenever i mean whenever they played penn state it was you know the coat the interim coaches crying there and the after in the post-game interview, and then it just seems like they've been battling the headlines for the past three weeks, and, and, you know, it's just too much drama, it feels like. And Ohio State has been through the ringer this year, I feel like, as far as tough games, big games, big spots. Kyle McCord has come a long way from from where he started. I feel like... He's earned some respect in my eyes, you know, to me. I mean, look at his stats. 2,899 yards, 22 touchdowns, only four picks. I mean, that is pretty good numbers for pretty good quarters. It's pretty good numbers for a quarterback who everybody considers to be not, you know, as good as other Ohio State, former Ohio State quarterbacks. So I feel good about Ohio State. Michigan comes in at a three-point favorite. Uh, but like I said, I think I think Ohio State they're due. They've they've got their tails whipped the past two week or the past two years, and there's so much you know drama swirling around that Michigan program. I feel like Ohio State's going to come in there and and really be able to assert themselves. I, I do think it will be a close game. At least yeah. I'm hoping it will be a close game because you know Ohio State Michigan. You it's always one of the highest ready games of the year. So all odds are going to be on that game. I feel like they're going to put on a show, but you're right. I feel like Michigan's going to come in overly emotional and do something out of character might in, in a, you know, maybe in a big moment in the game. So yeah, I'm taking, I'm taking Ohio state this weekend. I appreciate you doing so. It goes, I know it feels like I always go with you because I always take Philly, but I mean they're just good. You just root for good teams. I can't <laughs> help, you know. I mean, there has been times in my life where my teams have not been good. I still remember Braxton Miller's 
freshman season where we went what eight and seven or something like that. Some or eight and yeah, it was like eight and six, eight and seven with the playoff or with a bowl victory. And Philly, I still remember. I mean, what fuck? A couple years ago, Carson Wentz. Like, I mean, we had my down years it comes in cycles but right now I'm, I'm on a hot streak for football so i'll take my i'll take my my pride and do yeah you better take it where you can get it because yeah. uh the reds are always gonna suck <laughs> hey this next year put a future on the reds they're gonna they're gonna make a run they're I'm gonna win you. 50 games mm, 57 run with it but it's a bit it's definitely a big week for Football. Uh, yep, rival, rivalry week. Rivalry week. That's a hard word to say fast. It rivalry. is, man. Rivalry. You start saying something over and over again that, you know, you kind of get – what's the, what's the thing? What's that? What's, it's, there's a word for it when you, like, say a word over and over again and it starts sounding weird. It's like orange, orange, orange. I don't know. I'm talking to scrap, distracted, but there is definitely a lot of good games this week. I mean, most teams are playing for. I mean, I, who's coming out of the Big Ten West? Likely Iowa, um, Oregon State, Oregon. That'll probably be a good game. Oregon needs that one bad. Uh, your boy Kentucky playing Louisville. They could they could hurt Louisville's chances. I mean, we could play spoiler there. for them. That is very true. I just don't see it happening, though. I mean, yeah. I know I said I wasn't going to talk about Kentucky, but I just – now that I'm in the moment, I have to say a few things. You have to. I have to. Stoops, I appreciate everything that he's done for our programs the last decade. Like I do I, – I realize and I appreciate the fact that he has brought Kentucky up to, you know, what it is, what it is today, which is a mid-level SEC team. But that's not but that's not good enough. That's not the standard at Kentucky. You know, I feel like the standard is what it is. And we've put so much so much resources and money and time and energy and the fans have been so, you know, patient and loyal. We deserve better than six and five this year. We had a we had the talent to go way better than that. And it's undisciplined, mental mistakes. Terrible penalties, starting behind the sticks, terrible play calling. And the team just looks unprepared week in and week out. And I'm yeah. there's everybody's sick of it. You know, I'm on all the Twitter threads, all the Reddit pages, all the, you know, Bleacher Report, all that. And the consensus is Stoops is on the, the hottest seat in college football, I feel like, or at least one, one of them. And if they, I mean, if they win this weekend, that would do a lot to to cool it off. But, yeah. you know, at the beginning of the season, I feel like we had the aspirations to win eight, nine games, maybe ten games. And we've just continued to lose in situations where we should win. I mean, Missouri, prime example, they're top ten team this week. Yeah. At this point in the season, they're number nine. We were up two touchdowns in the first quarter. That's a, a game you should win, period. I mean, if you're a good, solid football team, that's a game you win. Up 14 in the first quarter, you should win that game. We ended up losing that game. 
and it wasn't just that we lost. It was the way that we lost, that Kentucky lost that game. It was pathetic. It was mm-hmm. like we gave up. Yeah. And and I think that that go that is a that's a reflection of how the players view the coach. You watch Georgia, they play hard. You watch Oregon, they play hard because they respect their coach. It, you know, they want to do good for the coach. That way, it, you know, he looks good. The program looks good. We all are happy. And it's like Kentucky just, I don't know, man. I don't know. It's like they, they don't, they lack the discipline in the, and they're not prepared. And so ugh, I just, I, I ended up selling the tickets, you know, I, I you know, some people probably picked up on that. I sold my tickets to the game because I'd rather I've go watch. A, I'd rather go watch the basketball game anyway. Yeah, and so um, it is what it is. I mean, there's just something's got to change in Lexington for for the football program. And I don't know if that's a you know coaching change, what, but man, just disappointed in my cats this year. It's definitely a – it feels like a step backwards in your guys' right. program, it's like which is – The last weird. three years have been have, – we have underachieved big time. You know, yeah. with, we, we added Levis. We had Levis for two years. And, you know, last year we were supposed to be – you know, with Levis, we were supposed to be eight, nine-win team again. And then yeah. we bring in Leary. You know, we have all the hype around Leary. He's supposed to have this big cannon arm, accurate arm. And it just hasn't come to fruition, man. We haven't seen – there's been flashes of, of – there's been glimpses of, you know, good football. But there's just so much more bad going on. And as far as Louisville goes, man, I really – honestly, if I'm being completely honest in my heart of hearts, I hope Louisville does win. And I hope they win – I hope they beat FSU because I would love to hear an argument for – Louisville to make the college football. I know that probably won't happen, but there will at least be there'll be a discussion. Yeah, there will yeah. be a discussion about. Yeah, I mean that their their only loss was a bad bad loss though. Yeah, who was it to? Let's see. Pitt. They lost to Pitt. Pitt. Yeah. Oh man, that's a bad loss. And I think they were like eight win team at that point, eight and zero, something like that. When it happened, they were six and zero. Six and zero. Yeah. Man, if they're they undefeated, just, they had just cool. come off the Notre Dame win. Who yeah. Notre Dame is a, was top ten at the time, yep. and then they yeah. beat Duke, which was a, they were number twenty. Another good win. I mean, Louisville's a good team this year, like legit a good team. Right. It would so, be. I mean, they would probably jump to at least the. They would at no, least would, go to five. Florida State's five. I feel like you know. I think I think they would just as long as everybody else wins, they just shift things. I would say they go to like seven. Yeah, five they, might be too too high. Five is a, five is a jump, but I feel well, like it depends they would, on who loses as well. Who else yeah. loses? Yeah, Alabama's got Auburn. Auburn Oregon. lost to a garbage garbage team last week. Who was it? Right. New Mexico State, which yeah, New Mexico State, yeah, lost thirty-one to ten. Which New Mexico State is what's their record? They're nine and three this year. So I mean, it's not like they're a terrible team, but like, come on, what? I don't even know what Still, conference Auburn, they play. Auburn in. pays that school to come in, like yeah, a million well, some dollars. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, that's nuts to play that school to get them on schedule. They imagine, paid them a million dollars. Imagine paying somebody a million dollars to whoop, just straight up whoop your ass. Can't imagine, bro. Couldn't be I me. Can't, couldn't be. 
couldn't be Ohio State. It could State. be Kentucky. <laughs> it could be me. Florida State is number five. They've got Florida this week, which I think Florida could actually – they're in the swamp, so that could be trouble for them before they even get to Louisville, to be honest. I mean, you're taking a huge step back, losing your quarterback. And that boy, I mean, that boy Jordan Travis was having a fucking hell of a year. 20 touchdowns, two interceptions. Good runner, 2,700 yards. I mean. Yeah, the only thing about that is Florida's starter is out as well. So it's uh, a redshirt freshman. Graham Mertz is who it was. Yeah, he's out this week. So whoever, I think the Florida starter is going to be a redshirt freshman. Yeah. Uh, well, never mind. Florida State probably goes in undefeated. Uh, who else is Alabama? Like I said, Alabama's got Auburn. Um, Washington has Washington State, which they're five and six. I mean, I don't know. I like Washington State, but they let teams hang around, dude. They do. Washington, yeah, yeah. They let teams. They let teams hang around. Oregon's got Oregon State. That could be a, a potential upset. I think. Bo Nix is a good quarterback. He's in the Heisman conversation too. Is, is yeah, Michael is Michael Penix still your front runner? You think? Man, I think Jaden Daniels. I think it has to be Jaden Daniels at this I point. I think Jaden Daniels. I mean, you throw eight touchdowns in one game. I mean, that's that's insane. Yeah, thirty. He's thrown for thirty six touchdowns, thirty five hundred yards, and only four interceptions. And it seems like that you know they've LSU has lost. You know, their season is pretty much over. Yeah. So it seems like they've kind of got behind the Jaden Daniels Hosman train yeah. and they're trying to push that yeah. now. Not only yeah, did, has happening. he thrown not only has he thrown for thirty five hundred yards and thirty six touchdowns, he's rushed for over a thousand yards and has ten rushing touchdowns. I mean thirty five hundred and a thousand. He could throw for four thousand yards and rush for twelve hundred, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, that's, that's insane. insane. Actually, that's insane. Yeah. I didn't realize his numbers were that good. That's like Lamar have, Jackson type type numbers. Yeah. He'll be a good little he'll be a good little quarterback draft. Hey, Dylan Gabriel draft. too. Dylan Gabriel. Dylan, 3200 Dylan yards, 27 touchdowns, five interceptions, QBR of 85.7. Yeah. I mean, There's, people what's are kind of knocking stats? on the draft. Um I don't see it here. I was looking for Oklahoma. Seeing he's not the leading rusher. Their leading rusher only has 480 yards on the year. So he he doesn't have. He he is a he's kind of a threat with his legs though. He makes plays. Yeah, he can legs, move, but not he, to the extent of of Daniels Jayden. though. I mean, Jaden is carrying an offense. That's that's kind of that's kind of cool. I think now you have to kind of say it is Jaden Daniels award. Penix is having a year, but he's not doing that. Right, he's which he's not, not really that. being asked to either. No, I'm I mean he has see. he has way better receivers. I feel like. I mean, I know LSU has neighbors and a few other guys, but but Washington, their receiving core is nice. Adenze has got 1,200 yards and 11 touchdowns, but Penix is thrown for 3,700 yards. Penix is a good little quarterback, dude. I like him. Yeah, 30 touchdowns, seven interceptions. I I feel like he's going to be a top 10 pick. Yeah. Cam Ward on the other side, though, he's a good quarterback, too. 3,400 yards, 22 touchdowns, five interceptions. That's the thing about Washington State. They will sling it around. 
Yeah. Washington's a 16 and a half point favorite. Damn. I don't think they're covering that. They might. Uh, I don't I, they might. I haven't watched. I haven't watched Washington State really. Um, Sixteen and a half that. over under. Oh, there'll be a lot of points in this game. I feel yeah. like. Yeah, it'll, I'll, I'll take the over on that. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. I think it'll be fun. It'll be a fun week, college football. Let me ask you this though: Is Ohio State Michigan the biggest rivalry in? I could say college football, but I want to like take it even further, like in all of sports. I think that it's the last remaining big one. Yeah, because well, I think we've had the, we we had this con- uh, conversation before on us yeah, earlier. We've had a conversation about rivalries before. Yeah, on an earlier uh, episode, but it seems like all the. Rivalries have just kind of faded away, and not just in collegiate sports, but also in all in, sports. Yeah, in professional sports as well. It seems like guys, which I think in professional sports is kind of a different story because there's not yeah. that there's not that I don't know what the word is, but it's it's kind of different for for professionals because they're all. Yeah. It's like a brotherhood, and what's good for the you know what's good for the NFLPA is good for every player. So yeah, they have a vested interest in not you know, but there. I mean, don't get me wrong, there is beef in the NFL. That's what's great yeah. about it. But as far as college goes, I feel like the NIL and the and the transfer portal have really destroyed the rivalries in these in uh, sports because there's just not that it's not bred into you. It, you know, if you're out of school for three years, it's bred into you. Beat Michigan, beat Michigan, yeah. beat Michigan. Yeah. And, yeah. you know, if, if this is your third school in three years, you don't have that, you know, you don't have that vitriol for, for the team that supposedly they, is your rival. And so, I mean, even in the Kentucky Louisville rivalry, it's not the same as it was before. I remember, you know, being in high school and even younger than that, and and just absolutely despising Louisville and 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 hoping they lose every game and maybe it's just that I've gotten older and matured a little bit and and you know I, I don't take it as serious or, but it could also be that there's just not been as much at stake as as far as you know like when Michigan and, and Ohio State play there it's high stakes high risk high reward you know usually both teams are really good they come in and and, and have it at least a shot or be in the, in the conversation of a national champ championship. I know I I'll, I'll say this has had their up and downs and Michigan has definitely had their up and down years, but for the most part, when they meet at the end of the season, it, it has playoff ramifications. Yeah. And so, yeah, I mean, I would agree with you. Uh, um, I would say that the Michigan Ohio state is the last remaining major rivalry that everybody is going to watch. Yeah, I think it definitely adds fuel to the fire that they're both what two and three, respectfully, respectably, right. respectfully. Like it definitely just adds a little. And bit they were of both in the playoff to, last year. Yeah, and like the tides have turned on the you know the rivalry, so to speak. So it just it's gotten more intense. But like I think of like all the great rivalries that I can think of, like. I mean, you got Yankees, like Red Sox, yeah, Yankees, you know Red Sox. You got like Cubs, Cardinals. You've got like, yeah. 
you know, in the NBA, it was Pacers Knicks for a while. And yeah. It was Heat Pacers and it was Bulls Pacers. Bulls, yeah. you know, the Eastern Conference Celtics, used to be yeah. vicious. Vicious. And I mean, I'm trying to think. In NFL, uh, you've got um, Pittsburgh, Cleveland, the Eagles. Yeah, you got divisional rivalries. They used to be so, so much more uh, just animosity. And now it's like, well, I could be playing for that team next year. So I don't want to. Exactly. Yeah. It's kind of fucked. I'm trying to. Alabama, Auburn used to be a huge one. Yes. LSU, LSU, Auburn. Tennessee, Kentucky. That's a big one. Tennessee, Kentucky. That was a big one. Yeah. Damn. Yeah, it just seems like it, it because of the, the circumstances, everything has been speaking. It just, it's taken away from it, but yeah. yeah. Speaking of circumstances, without Harbaugh, do you think that also hurts like all the allegations, which I'm sure everybody's read up on because we're kind of late to talking about it. The whole Connor Stallion situation, Harbaugh, Harbaugh has been suspended by Michigan, not by the NCAA. So it's kind of well, self-imposed. You don't, like it, you don't take a plea deal unless you know you're, yeah. they've got something on you. That I mean, that's just common sense. If you watch any true crime documentary, you know, or anything like that, like, you know, you don't take a plea deal if you're innocent. Unless yeah. you're looking at, like, you know, uh, the death sentence or something. But, yeah, yeah I think Harbaugh knew that. You know, the Big Ten had something on him. They were going to, he was going to get exposed. And he would rather just take the three games suspension, be there in the playoffs. Or will he be there for the national championship? Three games. No, that's three. This no, week. I think Ohio State is, it was l- the week before this last weekend in Ohio State game. Okay. Be back for Big Ten championship. If okay. He's there. So, yeah, he'd rather just do do the time yep. and, and get back on the field. So, but definitely there is a detriment to Michigan not having him on that sideline. Yeah. And it's, it's, I think it hurts. It's going to hurt them big time. And I, and I think they're going to try to overcompensate, you know, win one for the, for the skipper, you know, or the gipper or whatever it's called. So, yeah, I think it's going to be interesting this weekend. It's going to be, that might be the highest rated game uh, all year, including the playoff. So, it'll be, must watch football, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, yes. if, you were, if you're a college football fan yeah. and you don't watch that game, then you can't call yourself a college football fan. I All think right. it's going to be uh, – let me say this. I think it's yeah, going to be like an old school smash mouth. Yeah, I hope, it's like a, I hope it's like – I hope it's like a 19 – like a 1917 game or something. Yeah, that's exactly and, and like how if it's you looked at yeah, if you've looked at if you've been paying attention to both these teams, that's kind of how all the games have gone when they've seen stiffer competition. It's been hasn't been necessarily high scoring. Yeah, I think it'll be good. I'm excited for it. All right, let's get out of college football. Let's get into our NFL rundown. We'll talk about this last week, which was well. I, there was some ugly. Uh, the same thing I say every week. Some ugly, some good, some bad, some beautiful. But we can start Thursday, November sixteenth. It was the Bengals Ravens when we last recorded the game was going on, and we seen Joe Burrow go down. We didn't know what the severity of it was, but now we know Joe Burrow is done for the season. The Bengals lose twenty to thirty four. I took the Bengals. That's a miss by me. Oh yeah, I should probably say I went eight and six. Murph went ten and four, and it brings us. 
to where Murph's a game up on me. It's like 90. So I, I didn't do the exact count, but you're one game up on me now. We're going to have to go back and listen to through the entire fucking whatever, how many episodes and, and, and try to keep track. I've got the number written down in my book, but I'm not flipping through. I think it's 90. I know we got, I feel like we got to be more organized. I mean, I, I've got all mine right here, but yeah. I don't have any of yours, you know? So no, I can't, I've, I, been keeping mind the last couple weeks, but I would typically, ladies and gentlemen, go back and listen to the episode and write it down. But yeah, Murph's a game up on me. And but he took the Ravens, I took the Bengals. Uh, should the Bengals tank the rest of the season, you think? Just get no, like, but I don't think they have any choice but to just, you know, they're playing who their quarterback, the Browning guy, Browning yeah. dude. Well, they've got AJ McCarron too, and he. That's did true. Good. Yeah, that's true. But I mean, is he going to win you? Is he going to, you know, is he? I think over under three wins. Yeah, I don't know. What are they at? Four and five and five. Five and five, so they would be eight and nine. That's not getting you in in that division. No shot. Here's my thing: is. Burrow, the next Andrew Luck. That's, dude, he gets hit so fucking much. He's dude. been sacked more times in like 20 less games than 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 um, Luck was in his career. Yeah. That's not good. And he's had, this is his second season in the injury. He tore his ACL, I think, in his rookie year. And then he's been bad. He battles, you know, he's injury prone. Yeah. It sucks. But I, speaking I really of, feel for him. yeah, I, I want I want Joe Burrow on the field. The game is so much better with Joe Burrow on the field. Uh, but speaking of injuries, uh, the NFL is looking about looking at taking out the hip drop tackle because Mark Andrews was also injured in this game. Initially, it was reported as a season-ending injury, but now they're saying that he could possibly be back for week seventeen or eighteen. Back for the playoffs, that would be huge for Baltimore. Yeah, but I feel like, what else are you going to do to the defense? You know, Literally. you've already take you've already neutered them this far, and you take away and yet one of another, one another one of their techniques that they use to bring down these powerful, you know, runners. It's going to get to the point where it's flag football. You're not allowed yeah. to hit anymore, and I understand. You know, hip drop is not necessarily a if you don't know what a hip drop is, it's basically where you grab the dude by the hip and you drop all your weight down. And what kind of the danger is, is that you get that his foot gets caught up in, you know, your midsection and then he gets bent backwards. And there's, we've seen multiple injuries because of Dallas this. Dallas Goddard just broke his fucking ankle. Dallas Goddard. Uh, yeah, last year, drop. last year it was t- Tony Pollard. Yep. I think in the playoff game, he, he, there, there's a big injured. one every year due to hip drop. But man, I mean, what else? But I mean, what else are you supposed to do I, as a defender? I, I agree. I think it's gotten to the point now where they put so many rules in place that it's actually made the league less safe because guys are having to find different ways to tackle these, like, you know, these athletes that are progressively getting better than like the, the the athletes are the best they've ever been in history. Like, it's it's fact. Like we're at the peak of. This moment right now, we're at the peak of athletic 
physical presence. And I feel like if you want to save guys' careers and keep the injuries from going up, and I looked into it. This is a side note. Injuries go up by about 1,000 a year. So we're going in this year probably surpass 10,000 listed injuries in a season of the NFL. Yeah, but I also think that could be due to over-reporting in some instances and also, uh, I mean, I don't know. Injuries are going to happen. You know, guys who want to play are going to play through injury and guys who don't are going to set out. And and that's just part of the game. It has been even when we were playing, you know, like you're hurt. Everybody's hurt. Everybody's yeah. hurt. By week five, everybody's hurt. You know, there's no such thing as perfectly healthy in football. But I, do, I don't think that you can just limit to the extent that they're trying to what defenses can do because at a point, you're just going to have to let them score. Yeah. Which, I mean, is good and great, but I, I just think it's bad for the game. But it's also bad for the game for the Stars to not play because of injuries. So, I can see it from both sides. It's a very complicated, complex issue. You know, I don't think there's a necessarily a one, uh, one fast one solution. One size yeah. fix all. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. I see what you're saying. And that sucks. I lost Mark Andrews. He's like my fantasy staple and AJ Brown who had a terrible week, which we'll get to. But Mark Andrews is, I pick him every year in fantasy. Cause like he is a guy that's going to constantly, get his numbers. I feel bad when guys go down. Fantasy this year has got me a lot more <laughs> invested in football, which I won this week and I'm now what 7 and 4. Yeah, you've climbed. Man. You were you climbed. were down, you were down there with me for a while and like <laughs> 8 9 10 11. Now you're fucking what? You're like top 5 right now. Yeah, I think it's crazy to look up the league that right Jonathan now. Jonathan Taylor all... pick really fucking paid off for you, man. I'm telling you, bro. And Kareem the then... might pick up. That was big. Yes, bro. It's only going to get better. And seeing Tony towards the bottom, I'm like, man. Man, bro, what happened? What, what, what happened, happened, Tony? What happened? Damn, son. Yeah, we'll, we'll have to have a fantasy football episode when playoffs start and kind of give a high. Oh, yeah, we'll let's talk Let's keep a moving. Yeah, well, let's get to, um, on to these next games. Let's... Yes. Steelers, Browns, I think we all thought that the Browns would kind of do their thing, but the Browns, they their defense showed up, and Matt Canada gets the fucking boot, finally. Steelers are going to probably flourish because of that. But Browns, man, everybody's riding high on the Browns right now, and it's all because of that defense. Yeah, we say it every week. It's the best defense in football. It's good enough. It don't matter. They could have Zach Wilson at quarterback. Well, I don't know if I'd go that far. But, you know, DTR, 165 yards, one interception. So it's not like he did anything. He played good enough not to lose. And so they have Joe Flacco now. I think the report was they plan on starting. that He's going to be the starter eventually. I don't know. Probably get him up to speed and start him, yeah. The Browns are legit, man, and it's yeah, because of the defense. It does if you can limit a team to ten points. But I mean, the it's not like the Steelers are explosive on offense or anything. But I think the Browns are definitely a playoff contender. I could see them making a run in the playoffs just because their defense is so freaking good. 
Yeah, is this a betrayal by Joe Flacco to join the Browns, being the Ravens' great that he is? Nah, he's just trying. That man's just trying to get paid. He's just he's trying, trying to get paid. He's trying to get another Super Bowl. Imagine he does it again behind a with great the Browns. Defense. Yeah. Oh, dude. Does he wear a Browns? <laughs> does he get recognized in Cleveland forever? Oh, for, he will be. He will be does, enshrined in Cleveland. Put a statue up in Cleveland. Oh, absolutely. Like absolutely. A hundred percent. That would be the best thing that's ever happened to Cleveland since, well, LeBron. But since LeBron, yeah. As far as the Browns go, yeah, that'd be the best thing that ever happened to him. So that would be dope. I'm not gonna lie. All right, Browns. Congratulations. Seems like you guys are in good position. Cardinals, Texans. CJ Stroud has a great half and then a bad half, and then a whole bunch of shit happens. And Kyler Murray doesn't play. He played Kyler Murray and. Through an interception late. I thought the Cardinals were going to win it. CJ Stroud throws his most interceptions in a game. We have a Davis Mills sighting, but Dev- Devin Singletary, I picked him up in fantasy. And Man, the last two weeks he is. Last two weeks he's it. put on a show. And I like who they have in Damon Pierce. He's a good little ball player. Uh, but Devin Singletary, bro, talk about our revival of your career. The Tank Dell is absolutely phenomenal. And the Stroud Boys, 6-4, and four, dude. They're making some fucking noise, bro. Dude, the Texans have some pieces, man. They're, they're, I think that's another team that we're slowly starting to realize is legit. Legit contender for the AFC South. I mean, uh, the Jaguars are 7-3, and three, but they haven't looked invincible. You know, there's been several weeks that – the Jaguars have looked vulnerable, so I think the Texans are the you know the surprise team of the NFL this year. Nobody expected this. Nobody saw CJ Stroud, uh, you know, putting up numbers like he is. Nobody saw Tank Dell putting up the numbers he is. Devin Singletary, like you said, late career revival. Yeah, I, I like I like watching the Texans. They're a fun team to watch. And as far yeah, as the Cardinals go, uh, you know. Uh, I think it's good. I think Kyler Murray looks better than I thought he would. I know he threw a pick, you know, late late in the game there, but I like I like what I'm seeing from Kyler, and that's not just because that he is rumored to be going to Atlanta, at, you know, after this season. But I would love to have little Kyler Murray in the backfield with Bijan and Drake London and all that. So yeah. I like what I see from from. Tyler, but I, uh, like I've said the past couple of weeks, I don't think he's going to be with the team next year. I don't think he'll be in Arizona. Uh, yeah, I think Kyler Murray still got potential to be a good quarterback, but I think his time's done in Arizona. Arizona just needs to shut it down. If anything, you've seen what you got in Kyler. You displayed a showcase to where he's now a trade asset. I say just fucking put him back on the bench and – Start Clayton Toon. Start Clayton Toon. Yeah, it's like save him and trade him, and then piece together something this off season. Get a, uh, you might even be able to get like you might be able to push a draft pick into the first round for Kyler Murray still for a team that's desperate enough. You know what I'm saying? They right. Probably yeah. Piece. Absolutely. Could probably piece something together. I I reckon to say, but 
Texans, bro. They're they're in a good position. Titans, Jaguars, Jaguars revival game. Looks like the return of Trevor Lawrence finally. ETN, not his best game, but Calvin Ridley shows off two touchdowns. Will Levis had a good game too. I mean, 13 of 17, two touchdowns, but got zero help from his backfield, zero help from his defense. Yeah, the the Titans have had one of the biggest uh, – they've just fallen off a cliff the past two years. I don't know, last year they were – you can I mean, you can blame it on the injuries or whatever, but it's just – they're in absolute shambles, free fall mode. Three and seven, zero oh and six on the road. Man, really, really bad right now for them. O line is looking like complete. It's a dumpster fire. Yeah. And on the on the opposite hand, you have Jacksonville, who seven and three, uh, first place in the division. One, of, you know, would be considered probably one of the better teams of the AFC. They've got offensive weapons. My only thing is I think they they give up too many chunk plays. Yeah. But I like that defense. They force turnovers. Uh, I think Doug Peterson, I've said it, I'll say it again. I think Doug Peterson is a really good coach. I know you, you agree with that. Trevor Lawrence, he's going to keep you in the game. I feel like he's not going to – he's going to not make mistakes. He's kind of – what he kind of reminds me of is a sort of a less talented Justin Herbert. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Person. Like Justin Herbert, yeah. with, but with like a little bit less arm talent, but a better yeah. team around him and a better yeah. coach. Yeah. Like if you, if you took <laughs> – That's if a great you, analogy. If you took Justin Herbert and put him in Jacksonville – they're probably nine and one right now, or eight and two. Oh, without a doubt. Herbert's got the talent. It feels like it's not the Chargers when they play, which we'll, I'm going to say later. But it's like the Justin, it's Justin Herbert versus whatever team that's playing versus everybody, the world, <laughs> yeah, versus the world. <sighs> the Lord. All right, Jaguars. Congratulations, you are seven and three, leading your division. But the Texans are right on your rear end. Next game is Dolphins twenty, Raiders thirteen. Dolphins didn't look great, but they found a way, dude. They they're still frauds. They're still frauds. Well, they put up all kinds of all kinds of production offensively, but they just didn't score. Yeah. Uh, Dolphins overcome three turnovers, three of them, interception yeah. and two fumbles. I'm assuming. Uh. I didn't get to watch this uh, a lot of this game. I caught the tail end of it, uh, but I mean, hey, the Raiders, scrappy team, looking scrappy, stayed in the game all the way. They did not get blown out, even though they were what fourteen point. It was fourteen point underdogs at the at kickoff. I think it went up to because it was thirteen and a half all week, and then right before uh, kickoff, it went up to fourteen point underdogs. So they covered. I think Antonio Pierce is uh, making a very uh, a very persuasive case for him to keep that job. Yeah. I think if they just had any – I mean, if they had a mediocre quarterback, dude, that was – I mean, Aiden O'Connell is not terrible, though. Yeah. I'm taking Aiden O'Connell over, over Zach Wilson. I know he threw three picks, but – 
Still, he at least he can at least he has a feel for the game. Zach Wilson doesn't. We'll get to Zach Wilson later. I know I've brought it up a couple <laughs> times, but but man, I, I, I you know I, I'm kind of low key rooting for the Raiders a little bit. That's a, yeah, you know, a little bit. I've got a little bit of stock for the Raiders, but yeah. As far as the Dolphins go, I think yeah they're kind of tiptoeing around that fraud fraud label. They have they still have yet to. They need to beat a good team. This was the Raiders are not a good team, and they only won by touchdown. So, kind of on shaky ground right now. Didn't didn't score in the fourth quarter. Should have. So, damn. The best thing about the best thing about Miami is their coach, though. I will, I will say that. Yeah, Mike McDaniel's is good. I I still have question marks about their team. It's good that they got Jalen Ramsey back, which we said would likely be the separator in all of this. And it seems like they finally have a defense that could shut down something potential on the outside. But there's not too much to say aside from, you know, everything that you said. I like I like the direction the Raiders are going. I like to see the that black and silver do good. It's well you know what like that means ass. though. You know what that means though. I, I said I like the I like the way they look. I like the way they're, yeah, they're, they're going. going. They're going the next week they're going to get blown out by twenty Below, points. Yeah. Where they got next week? They've got the Chiefs next week. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> At home. Yep. They're going to get yep. blown out. Called it. Chiefs Called are pissed it. too. All right, let's get on to this. What's the next game here? Talking about getting blown out at home. Cowboys go into Carolina and stomp the Panthers. Panthers dead in the water, pretty much. Cowboys continue to roll. Wasn't the biggest offensive like display, but I will say that the Cowboys looked good against a bad team, and that's what the Cowboys do. Well, Panthers. Bryce Young is in trouble. He has nobody around him. Yeah, I mean, I don't have anything to say about the Panthers other than what I say every week, and they're just not a good team. They're not going to be good. There's no point in even mentioning. All right, Cowboys, though. Beat up on an, on another bad team. I'm not impressed. I'm still there's kind of in. The, I'm. I just want to know what is their signature win this year? What what game have they won where you're like, damn, that was a good that was a good win? They don't. They don't have. They, a, have, they, they, they don't. don't have Giants, Jets, Patriots, Chargers, Rams, Giants, Panthers. The two good That's teams it. that they lost to the Cardinals, which are who are two yeah. and nine. And the other two teams, the Niners and the Eagles, both, you know, NFC powerhouses, they got completely – well, it was a close game in Philadelphia, but yeah, the Niners straight up whooped their ass, so. Yeah, the Niners worked them. I need to see a little bit a – little, I need to see them – I need to see them win a big game, so. Yeah, I'm right there with you. I don't have too much to say. Once I see them be a good team, I'll say they're legit. I'll give them that respect when they – I feel like they have. If they can beat Philadelphia, let's let's look at their remaining. When when, when they go back to when Philly goes to Dallas, if they beat us right. there, unless we're sitting our players, which we possibly could be, like if we have the one seed locked up, and we're yeah, sitting, I can see that. I can see that happening. Yeah, because uh, Philly's probably going to have first round by and home field advantage, but they've got Commander Seahawks, Eagles, Bills, Dolphins, Lions, Commanders. Yeah. They need to beat. They need to at least beat the Seahawks and the Bills for me to even have any faith. Oh, yeah, 
in them. If they lose, so. if they lose both them games, I'll definitely put them on fraud alert. I'll be, I would be willing to yeah. risk my left hand to say that they're not winning the Super Bowl. Put it on there. I'll say it. I'm saying it now. Let's move on to the next game. We got Bears, Lions. Justin Fields returns, puts a hundred on the ground, puts 169 in the air. We love 69, and then. You know, he gets a TD, but the Lions overcome. Jared Goff, three interceptions. I will say this about Jared Goff. It's like there's times when I don't believe he's elite, and then any time that they need an answer, like a score, when they really desperately need it, the man will take the team down the field every single time and score. It's it's inevitable almost. Yeah, I like Jared Goff. It's, it's uncanny the way he's yeah. able to to come up in the big moments. You know, he played – this is what's great. This is how the the mark of a great quarterback. You know, his numbers ended up not great, 23 of 35, 236 yards, two touchdowns, three picks. Only had a quarterback rating of 50.4. So not a great game, but this is how you know he is a great quarterback is because he stayed in it. He did not let those inter- those interceptions – especially the two first half interceptions. He didn't let that deter him whatsoever. He still came back next drive, slinging it, you know, not afraid to take it to, I mean, obviously you're going to be more careful with the ball, but he's not going to, he's not just going to, he's not just going to throw the underneath every single time. Like he still has confidence in his guys, especially Amon Ross St. Brown to go out, make a play. Jameer Gibbs had a great game in the passing game. This, uh, you know, that game, Uh, man, Chicago should have won this game. You're up 12 yeah. points with three and a half minutes to go. Yep. I mean, man, that's a tough, tough loss. And, but, but I mean, that's what you expect. Fair. That's what yeah. you expect from Chicago. We've seen it all year. So, so that's what I was going to say. It's like at this point, they just, their last game that they needed to win was against the Panthers. They don't need to win anything else the way out. It's all right now. It's just basically prancing out Justin Fields, showing yep. that he's worth trading for. Same situation as Kyler Murray. It's like, you know that we're out here, like basically marketing Justin Fields. He's, he can give you a hundred on the ground, and as long as he stays clean, he can stay upright. He's a, he's a good little. I mean, sixteen of twenty three is a pretty good day against a solid defense that the Lions have shown. Twenty six points should be enough to win you an NFL game, unless you're playing an offense like the Lions. I still believe in Justin Fields. I really do. I want Somebody's going to take a chance team. on him. And in the same conversation with Kyler, I mean, I could see him in Atlanta as well. So we'll see what what comes. 18, man, Justin Fields, 18 carries, 104 yards. I didn't realize he had such yeah, a good game on the was, ground. He was having a game, dude, to be honest. I was I was in, in that game. I was really enjoying it. I wanted to see because I started Justin Fields and I was watching him and I, he, was, he had himself a good little game. Uh I'm going to continue to root for my boy. I love him. I love him. Love you, Justin Fields. Keep it up, man. We're going to get you out of there. All right, I hope chill he goes out. Plays for the, I hope he goes and plays for, like, the Giants or something. Saves them. We'll see. New York media market. All right, Chargers, Packers. Packers, fucking, they're, like, scrappy, annoying. That's how I want to describe them. But Chargers, they should have fired Staley after this game. He should have been gone. Yeah, I don't but understand Packers, why he still has a job right now. It makes absolutely no Especially sense. Especially when point. you've got when you've got Kellen Moore in your pocket. There, you know <laughs> I just don't understand. It'd be great. I feel like Kellen Moore would be great for Justin Herbert. 
I yeah. mean, I feel like he, he, you know, you build around Justin Herbert. He, Justin Herbert is a, I get, I know I get a lot of flack for this, but Justin Herbert is a top, top seven quarterback. Yeah. I'd put him there. He's, he's, he's in, he's in the category. Yeah. He's sure. limited. He's limited by his coach. The coach yeah. is literally dragging this man down and, 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 and I, you know, he has one of the best – like I was talking about uh, with the Jags. I mean, you put Justin Herbert on the Jags. That's a 10-win team, 11-12-win yep. team. Year in and year out, just because, just by having Justin Herbert. So, man, Chargers should have won this game. They let the Packers get back in it. Uh, Jordan Love, can, I, he's ma- he's making me eat my words. I, yeah. After after that Raiders game where he threw two picks or three picks, whatever it was, you know, I, I said he was trash, but man, he is he's gotten better. He's progressed. Three hundred and twenty yards for two touchdowns. I mean, you know, game winning touchdown there at the end of the game. You can't take anything away from that from that young man as far as that performance yeah. goes. So he gutted one out, dude. He he found a way, even if it came down to a field goal, he found a way to make it happen. I feel for Justin Herbert. I hope that they figure something out. I just don't feel like there's enough coaches out there. I guess that could be the thing for the Chargers. It's like, who are you going to – you could say Kellen Moore, but maybe he doesn't want to be a head coach. You know what I'm saying? Like, uh, I become, think he wants to be a head coach. He wants I to get that I, payday for sure. I mean, it's it's a it's a hard thing. Like, if you're there – you could get that head coaching job and then you could be the next one out the door and not really get your chance again. But if you're an offensive coordinator, you could continue to be offensive coordinators all around the league. You know what I'm saying? Like you think being enemy regrets taking his job in Washington, you know what I'm no, saying? No, but I think he took that. I think he took that. He agreed to that deal with the, the understanding that he was going to be the coach and waiting that we're going to yeah. give Rivera one last, one last run. And you see how that has gone, and now they're going to fire Rivera in the off season, and the enemy is going to be. Is I feel like he's going to take over because I mean that offense, pretty dang good. And Sam Howell, you know, I mean, he's been the league in passing. He's been up and down all year. You know, not not great some weeks and really good some weeks. You know, very yeah. inconsistent. But you give Eric Bieniemy enough time, and I feel like he will he will have Sam Howell a top top ten quarterback. Yeah, yeah. I could definitely see that happening, which we'll go ahead and move on to that game because it's the next one up. Giants 31, Commanders 19. The Tommy DeVito show, Mom's Meatloaf, shows up. Three touchdowns, 246 for a guy you never heard of until a couple weeks ago, Sam Howell, three interceptions. But, damn, good for Tommy DeVito, dude. I love when I see a guy that comes out of nowhere and wins an NFL game. It's like he may never – get the opportunity to have like where he's at right now. And you can leave saying, you know what? I want an NFL game. What can you say? You know what I'm saying? Like, that's a badass feeling. I know it is. Hey, Tommy DeVito, the kid. <laughs> the, what did he say? The Jersey juice. Tommy <laughs> DeVito with the Cabanera and the Italian meatballs. Hey, fucking comes in there with three <laughs> touchdown passes. Man. Yeah, have a game, Tommy. Good for you, Bubba. I'm happy for him. Happy for him. Yes. Go Tommy DeVito. Yeah. I hope he goes the rest of the season. They just let him run it out. And, you know, at the end of the year, he can look back and be like, you know what? Did you see his celebration? 
Uh, he, did the, he did the Italian handshake. Oh, Whenever he threw the touchdown, he said, Mamma mia. Mamma mia. No, I like that. I like that. It's awesome. Stay, stay true to yourself. Keep yourself going. Giants, find a way. The commanders, like you said, we just, I know we just touched on it. It's, it's about time. Rivera just yeah. got out the door. I think, yeah, I think they're, they're doing they're him done. a solid, letting him go out at the end of the year and not firing him midseason, keeping his name. Yeah. He's done. Keeping his name. He's done. Keeping his name and the good graces of the NFL world. All right, next game. Buccaneers lose 14-27 to the 49ers. Brock Purdy, perfect passer rating. That's a lot of peace. But, man, 49ers come back. They're looking as good as ever. Buccaneers. Baker had a good game, but I think the Buccaneers are just going to start falling off a cliff here soon. Yeah. I don't know, though. I mean, they're still in contention for the NFC South. The worst division in football. That's the I, don't, I feel like it, they could, you know, you could lose eight games and still win that division. So I don't know. I feel like this game was a lot uglier than 14 to 27. It felt like the 49ers dominated. Yeah. And, and, uh, Buccaneers kind of, you know, scored late to, to make it look better in the, in the stat sheet. But Purdy, like you said, perfect. I think he's the first. 49ers to throw for or to uh, have a perfect passer rating since Joe Montana, maybe. Yeah. Yeah. So that's pretty cool. Um, yeah. 49ers look like a wagon. They lost three straight. And now they're pissed. I feel like they, I, I would almost put money that they run the table. Um, that's where I'm at. Well, next week will be a, a matchup for them too, but I think that'll be fun. We'll get there when in this next week, we'll talk about the matchups coming up. Good for 49ers. You're back. Brock Purdy, legit. You're going to have to pay him a million and a half dollars. That's going to be what it is. Jets, six. Bills, 32. They still are running Zach Wilson out there. They don't have any other option. I think they're trying to hold out in hopes that Aaron Rodgers can pull off some black magic and come back. But Josh Allen has a great game. And Stephon Diggs, only four receptions, 27 yards. You think Stefan Diggs is going to be leaving soon? Yeah, I think he's out in in Buffalo. I think he he's not had the year that that he had, you know envisioned probably. And I know last year, you know, there was a bunch of drama with him when they lost in, to uh, Cincinnati. So there's been you know the, there's been that narrative. It's been there for a while. Yeah, and we know that he's you know even dating back to his Minnesota days, we know he's. He he is that hothead that's kind of, you know, he he'll he'll leave and he'll go find another team to play for. There'll be a plethora of teams that, that would take Stefan Diggs. I mean he'll he'll have a job somewhere. But huge get right game for the Bills. Finally they yes. they they kill they go out there, dominate, kill the Jets. This is my bet of the week. I you know, hey, if nothing else, you can say that I own my losses <laughs> because I could have came on here and not mentioned anything about this game. It was yep. it was atrocious from the very get go. I thought the Jets, the defense has given up. The defense has given up. The offense gave up a long time ago. The offense gave up as soon as Rodgers went out, and they saw Zach Wilson back there, and they're like, "Oh shit!" And so, yeah, the sky's falling. The season's over. There's, you know, shut it down. Rogers coming back. Shut that shit down. He should not come yep. back. He's forty fucking years old. 
He just tore his Achilles. He's not coming back this season. He'd be lucky if he comes back next season and stays healthy. Yep. So, man, it's just hard to watch. I think I texted uh, – who did I text? I said, man, the Jets are just a f- absolute clown show, man, uh, offensively. And as a defense, I mean, you can't really blame them. The offense scores six points. They haven't scored a touchdown in, what, 40-something drives? Yeah. That's – It's it's bad. It's just pathetic. It's so, bad. I think there's not. I mean, I I, I wouldn't there's care if I didn't watch sad. another. I wouldn't care if I didn't watch another snap of Jets football. I don't think I'll be watching any Jets football going forward. I think I've had enough. Josh Allen. I like when Josh Allen's on top of the world, dude. I love when he's playing good ball. He put on a good show this week, and hopefully it continues. I know they have never fails. Schedule. Never fails. He he threw a pick at the end of the first half. Of, of course, <laughs> he's like, I'm gonna push it. It's like no. Josh well, they did throw, they did draw up a hail mary, so I can't really yeah. be too mad about that. If anybody can do it, it's fucking him, dude. He's got the arm. He's it's, got yeah. the, probably the strongest arm in the NFL. But oh yeah, good for Josh Allen. They're back. Rams seventeen, Seahawks sixteen. It is the circus wheel that is the West. I think the what is it? The 49ers lose to the Seahawks or the the Seahawks lose to the Rams. Yeah, it's just like a it's just like a revolving door of Yeah, pretty much. It, it makes absolutely no sense. But Stafford plays and I wasn't expecting that. Geno Smith doesn't play great. There's not too much to talk Geno's, about. Geno has ugly. Geno hasn't played really good since No. Man, I don't know. It's been a while since he's played really it's been good. A couple weeks, Man, yeah. this is a game that Seattle should have had. Yes, they should have had this game. They were up. What were they? They were up sixteen to 16, seven, seven. Yep. going into the fourth quarter. Yep. And man, I just, I don't know. I I took them uh, plus one and a half, so they did cover for me, but. Man, I I totally I turned this game off because I was like, oh, they this game's over. The you know. The Rams can't put up any points, and then they end up scoring ten in the second or in the fourth quarter. So good for the Rams! Hey, staying in there, staying in the fight, trying, <laughs> trying their best. Good for the Rams. Four and six. Seahawks still six and four, fighting for a wild card spot. All right, game that you predicted the correct winner in that I did not. The Minnesota Vikings lose last second to. The Denver Broncos, who come from back from one in five to now be five in five, is this the revival of Russell Wilson, or is it Sean Payton? Is it was it just the Vikings finally needed to lose after reeling? What was it? Well, I think it's a combination of all three of those factors. Um, I think it's taken Russell a little, a few weeks to acclimate to Sean Payton's style and what he expects out of his starting quarterback. And I think that it's uh, Sean Payton has kind of taken him a few weeks to get used to what Russell Wilson's comfortable with and what, what he wants to, what he, his strength is as a, as a quarterback. So that, I mean, they're, they look like they're in sync. It's not pretty, you know, it's not necessarily the most flashy thing in the, in the league, but Hey, four in a row, they've won four in a row. They've beat uh, Russell or they beat, Patrick Mahomes, Kansas City, yeah. Beat Patrick Mahomes, beat Josh Allen, yep. You know, They've beat Dobbs. Has been reeling. Yeah, he's been on, on a hot streak. So, yeah, uh, you know, Broncos look like they could 
be in contention for a wild card. They're in the conversation for sure. And and, and four weeks ago, if you asked anyone around the league, they would say, no, uh, Broncos are out of the playoffs. So same thing with the Vikings. I mean, it was just not their week. They, that game could have went either way, honestly. Yeah, I watched that sure. entire game. Could have went either sure. way. The Vikings led, you know, majority of the game. All the momentum was with the Vikings. And then the Broncos were able to put a drive together there at the very end of the fourth quarter, and uh, Russell Wilson throws a beauty of a pass to Cortland Sutton. Cortland Sutton, let's talk about him for a second. Yeah. He is one of the most sure-handed uh, receivers in the league. He might not he might not have the best route running. He might not always have the best separation. But, man, if you put it around him, if he gets his hands on it, he's going to catch it. And, and He put some paws up there, yeah. And he had a couple catches in this game where it was like, damn, that was a hell of a catch. And then he ends up making the go-ahead touchdown, catching the go-ahead touchdown. So good for the Broncos, man. I was I was rooting for him because I picked him. So that's who I wanted to win that game. Broncos pull one out. Good for the Broncos. Way to come back all the way to 500. Let's see how they finish out this year. They are frisky and fun. The Monday night game, I feel like the whole world was watching because it was – the Super Bowl rematch this past year. The Eagles go into Arrowhead and take on the Chiefs. They take on the Chiefs and take down the Chiefs, which this game was controversial at points. It was dramatic. It was fun. It was ugly because of the rain, but still the Eagles find a way 21-17. I think the biggest talking point of this game is how much – Sway Patrick Mahomes and the Chiefs have on refs, and the fact that Patrick Mahomes is oh. throwing to Jimmy John's hands receivers. Well, they the, I mean, there were some definitely some questionable calls in the Chiefs' favor, but also it's not like they got all the calls. They had they no, had a couple right. calls right. there at the end that that really really uh, messed with them. So uh, maybe that was a makeup call. You know, who knows? That's a conspiracy. I feel like maybe, you know, I mean, hey, there is some Chiefs bias. I'll, I'll be the first yeah. to admit that. You know, they're the Patriots 2.0. I've said it. I'll say it again. But, um, yeah, the Chiefs receivers, they're going to have to go out and get somebody next year because they can't run it back with this receiving core. No shot. I mean, McCall Hardman does not look anything like he did last year. Kadarius nope. Tony. Doesn't look anything like he did last year in the Super Bowl. But I will say, as far as Kadarius Tony is concerned, it seemed like every punt return he had, except for that last one where they got pinned. The last one. Yeah, where they got pinned. That, that hurt him. That yeah. Hurt him, yeah. But it seemed like every punt return he had, he he, bro- he broke at least three tackles. At least. Yeah. And, and he had, looked really good on special teams. Yeah, he's just got to pick it up, you know, as a receiver. And then you have uh, Marquez Valdez Gantling that drops. Potentially the go-ahead touchdown. Yeah, pass. I thought it was for sure. I can't believe he dropped it. I mean, it. man, you can't ask your quarterback to do much else. You can't ask your That's quarterback. A perfect, to, there was perfect throw. There was several several passes in that game where it just hit dudes right in the hands and went through yeah. their hands. And even it's like Kelsey, yeah, yeah, even Travis Kelsey, which. I do think the tra- the Taylor Swift has become a distraction. It was a cute story yeah. in the beginning; they were winning. Now, you know, they've lost two out of the last three. And, you know, there's he, – he doesn't look the same. He looks like his – you know, all this media circus with 
you know, he's dating one of the most famous women in the world, one of the most richest, yeah. you know, one of the most rich women in the world. So of course that's going to be always going to be there as like a, you know, a narrative. It's always going to be there as a, as a distraction. And, and I think after this loss, this was a bad, pretty bad. I mean, I know they lost to the Eagles, so it's not like it's a terrible loss, but they, that's a game they yeah. should have won. And they haven't scored a, they haven't scored a second half touchdown in the last three games. Uh, that's a huge concern for, for yes. Kansas City. You have to score in the second half. So they right now they look like front runners. It seems like if they, they can play with the lead, but once they once they lose the lead, it's like they can't conjure anything to to, to come back. And so they look vulnerable right now. I will still I would say I would say that they probably are still the favorite to win the AFC or at least yeah. be in the AFC championship. But yeah. man, they're gonna, they've got some stuff to figure out. Yeah, a few things to figure out. It's well, definitely coming to yeah, go ahead. Well, I was gonna say is that as far as the Eagles go, man, Jalen Hurts played a great hell of a game, man. I mean, that he was getting harassed, he was getting molested all game. Fucking uh, Kansas all City over. sent pressure the entire game, which is, I mean, that's what Kansas City does defensively. They're gonna bring pressure. That's what Spagnuolo loves to do. But Jalen Hurts stuck in there. Made some big time throws. That throw to uh, Devonte Smith to take the lead or to Huge. put him in position to take the lead. That's a grown man throw right there. That is a Super Bowl throw right there. You know that yeah. is you know when your team needs you, you throw a forty one yard bomb, and then you score the touchdown the next play on the tush push. I mean, man, they look. I would say rematch right now. If you ask me right now, Super Bowl, I would say rematch. Man, I'd be happy too because I feel like they're the two teams that should be there. But granted, 49ers are still in that conversation. Yeah. Maybe the Ravens. But yeah. like that game last night was everything you expected in a Super Bowl rematch. And the pouring down rain too, like it was a hard fought victory for Philadelphia. Absolutely. DeAndre Swift, he put on a fucking hell of a show. Like Absolutely, when we needed him, yes. when, like. Because he couldn't get nothing going, and then finally we found some grace. It was like, dude, you're saving our ass right now. Devontae Smith, huge, huge, huge gain right there at the end. Like to, to drop your back foot and still hold on to that ball the way he did because it was underthrown, but it was you know you throw the ball up and let you know trust your guy to make a play. Right. Yeah, it, was, it was a good game. That's what's so impressive about Philadelphia is like they have so much trust in each other. Whether it's the yeah. whether you know it starts with the offensive line, the offensive you know Jalen Hurts trusts the offensive line. Jalen Hurts trusts his receivers. The receivers, tr- you know, they have that chemistry, and so it's just it's it's they're a really good football team, really yeah. good football team. I think Jalen Hurts is. I I had my doubts when we drafted him, and I didn't know what we were going to do with him. And I, I think it was because, you know, everything that surrounded all of the moving around in college and losing your job, they, you know, all that, the, the question marks would like, but the thing that was never in question was how he is just a natural born leader. And I think in the NFL, being the leader that you are, it translates to wins. And I think he's like the perfect guy. He's literally the perfect man to be the Philadelphia Eagles quarterback. Just he is. It's the same thing for Bryce Harper as a, a Philly. Like they embraced Philly 
and they've taken it in and like they, they, they are that they're like the superheroes there. So I love you, Jalen. If you ever hear this, Jason Kelsey, you're a dog. Absolutely. Smith, AJ Brown, Julio Jones. Thank you for coming here. We got some dogs now. Kenneth Gainwell. I got some beef with you, bro. I got some fucking real beef with you, you little bitch. Let me catch you outside one time. Wow. But continue to keep playing and do good things. But in the meantime, learn how to block, bro. Please. Dallas, I miss you. I love you. We'll talk about that. All right, let's continue on. Was, let's get these picks was, in, brother. It was my bet of the week, and it missed on both because I took the oh, over yeah. and, and oh. the seven-point spread, which the Eagles won. So, I mean, I'll, I'll sacrifice that. I'll sacrifice right. anything for a bird's win. You take them. You take what you can get in this fucking cold hard world. All right, ladies and gentlemen, we are now going to go ahead and move forward into our week 12 picks. We have three games Thursday on the day of Thanksgiving. You've got your classic, classic matchups and some new ones that are here. We got Friday game and we've got Sunday game and we still have a Monday game. So Thursday at 1230 in the afternoon, Packers go into Detroit to take on the Lions. Who you got, Murph? Um, we'll take Detroit. Detroit plays well at home. I think they're going to play a lot better than, uh, you know, they did against Chicago this past week. I think uh, golf's going to have a much cleaner game. He's going to clean up those mistakes. I'm taking Detroit. I'm also going to take Detroit as well. I feel like this is the, the chance. This is like the year for them to get all the revenge games that they, they've wanted in the past and right. year that they get exposed yeah. on Thanksgiving and Christmas and all that stuff. So go go Detroit. Find a way to get it. Next game is the Commanders go into Dallas. Take on the Cowboys. I myself am just going to give it to the Cowboys. I think, yep. the, I think the Commanders season is probably wrapped up. Like I said a couple weeks ago, it's going to be all up to the offense, and they're always going to be playing catch-up, I feel like. Yeah, I'm taking Dallas as well. I respect that a whole lot. I think it's the way I The next game that night is 8-20. It is the 49ers going up to Seattle to play the Seahawks. I think with the way Geno's playing... I'm just going to ride the 49ers because they're on absolute fire. And until I see otherwise, I've got to ride them. Yeah, Geno's the type of quarterback, which, I mean, this is kind of, you know, blanket statement for all quarterbacks. But I feel like um, Geno especially struggles against pressure. And San Francisco has if one of, if not the best, pass rush in the league with those two monsters at the end, you know, coming off the edge. Bosa and Chase Young. Yes. And, and so they've I've, got Dre Greenlaw and they've got fucking... Har- Hargraves. So... Hargraves. <sighs> they just got a play. They just got several dudes that can get after it. Yeah, so San Francisco's my pick. I'm with you right there. Alright. Friday, November 24th, 3 o'clock. Prime video, which is bullshit because I don't have Prime. It is the Dolphins going up to New York to play the Jets. I'm just going to say the Dolphins win this game because the Jets season is done. Yeah, yeah, I think the Dolphins all the way. Jets look pathetic. Uh, tra- you know, if you haven't heard break- breaking news, Zach Wilson demoted to third string quarterback. So, barring any, 
yeah, barring any, you know, catastrophic injuries, we will not we will not have to watch that anymore. Hallelujah, Steady thank God. Boil. Which is not much better, but it still is better. <laughs> it's better. Alright. Ladies and gentlemen, Sunday, one o'clock slate. Big games, big games. We got the Steelers going to Cincinnati to play the Burrowless Bengals. New and improved offense, hopefully. I'm going to take the Steelers here. Yeah, I think I'm going to take Pittsburgh as well. Uh, this, Yeah, I think I'm going to take Pittsburgh. I gonna... could see Cincinnati still winning this game, like on some crazy, like, do it for Burrow no, shit. But no. Steelers win this game without Canada, I think. No, I think uh, Burrow is the heart and soul of that team. I don't think they're going to be uh, – they're just – they don't have anything offensively without Burrow. Burrow is the engine. Yeah. I, I yeah. There's just it's gonna be sad this offseason for Cincinnati. They're not, they're gonna lose T. Higgins. They're gonna lose Tyler Boyd. It's it's gonna be a sad offseason for the Bengals. Hopefully they can put together an offensive line that is just decent enough to keep Burrow upright for somewhat of a season. All right. Jaguars go into Houston to take on the Texans. This is a good game, I think. Yeah, I think this, this might a be a big matchup. This is like rivalry week in the NFL. Big matchup here. Mm. That Houston. Yeah. Man, I, I'm really inclined to take CJ Stroud boys here. I want to take the Stroud boys. I really do. I want the Texans to win this game so bad. Let me think. But conventional wisdom tells me to bet the to bet Jacksonville. Yeah, I think I'm gonna go Jax. I'm gonna go Jacksonville here. I'm gonna let you have Houston because I know you want to pick them. I'm gonna take Houston. We'll just do it. Be separate here. But I do think the Texans are. They've got enough to beat the Jaguars. It just kind of depends on which version of the Jaguars we get that day but the Jaguars seem to play to their competition so I think this will be a good game the spread is only two points I'd say it is a field goal game I'd say it's I'd say it's closer to a push yeah I think it's yeah I think it's a toss up pretty much yeah yeah big old toss up another toss up game which is next is the Buccaneers going to Indianapolis to play the Colts so you got and this is this is going to be another game, another good game. I feel like another sneaky good game because I think so too. Both of these teams are. It's a really good matchup. Really good. They're really good. They match up well against each other. I think I'm going to go Buccaneers here. I'm going to go Tampa Bay just simply because I feel like uh, the Buccaneers have they have the potential to score more points. I, I don't believe necessarily in Minshew to put up a lot of. Points. I think Mayfield has the better arm talent, basically. Better weapons as well. Uh, this is hard for me. I'm gonna take the Colts. I like the I like this game to be a Jonathan Taylor game. That's who I'm gonna give it to. Jonathan Taylor and the Colts run away with this one. We'll we'll, we'll call it that. Alright, we have the Saints playing this is the rival. It's gotta be some kind of rival. Saints going to Atlanta to play the Falcons. Is their car healthy? I don't know. I don't either, but I'm going to take New Orleans. I know that sounds fucking 
that sounds that just feels disgusting coming out of my mouth because I you know this is one of the bigger rivalries I feel like in football is New Orleans Atlanta yeah. but New Orleans has owned us for yeah. for for a while now I mean dating back to Breeze so Atlanta comes in at a one point favorite so I, that tells me that Carr is not healthy that's what I'm thinking. I think they're starting Jameson, which I think that's better, honestly, for New Orleans. So, Atlanta is back to starting Ritter. So, yeah, uh, that gives me no faith. I'm I'm taking New Orleans. I'm going to take New Orleans as well, I think. Oh, my God. No, I'm taking the Falcons. I'm taking the Falcons here. Ritter trying to save his life gets gets him one. Get team one. That's who I'm gonna. I'm gonna ride. I'm gonna ride the Falcons train, and this will be. You'll be happy that I did when they, when they win this we'll game. We'll see. Five we'll see. Next game is a ugly game, which is the Patriots at the Giants. Bailey Zappi against Tommy DeVito. What you got? I'm going with the Giants. I like bold I like, picks. I like Saquon here. I know. I know. People still believe there's still some belief out there in New England's defense and Bill Belichick to scheme against you know a very inexperienced court, rookie quarterback. Um, I just think the Giants. I feel like they've kind of got the monkey off their back a little bit, especially with their their win over Washington. I just I'm feeling the Giants. I'm feeling DeVito. I'm feeling the the Jersey juice, the you know, the fucking meatball sauce. That's what I'm feeling. Give me the marinara. Nah, I I am I think I'm riding that one too. I like uh I like this. I like this for Tommy DeVito. Let's go ahead and call this a Giants Victor. Well, the Patriots. Nah, I'm going to take the Giants. I'll go there. All right, the next game is the Panthers going into Tennessee to play the Titans. Is this a game where Will Levis gets another victory? Yeah, I'm taking Tennessee. I'm taking Tennessee. I think this is kind of just a pride game. You're coming in against the worst team with the worst record in the league. You know, I think it's a pride thing for Vrabel. I think it'll be a pride thing for, you know, the rest of the team. You know, Levis, I think it's going to be, you know, man, we got to win we at least got to win these games. We not might not be very good, but we can beat Carolina. So, yeah, I'm going, I'm going with the Titans here. Yeah, I think Derrick Henry has a big game. That's who I'm I'm going to ride on. I'm going to take Derrick Henry big game. All right, Rams going to Arizona to play the Cardinals. Kyler Murray, Matthew Stafford. Believe it or not, I'm going to take Arizona here. I like Arizona here as well. I think I think they have a better. I think they actually have a better team than the Rams, which is weird. Kyler's been playing good. I'm gonna take. I'm gonna take the Cardinals. All right, Browns go to Denver to play the Broncos. Broncos continue their hot streak, or do the Browns shut them down? Joe Flacco, quarterback. Yeah, I think Browns. I think I'm gonna go Browns here. Like I said, that defense is just so damn good, and Denver's offense is, hasn't been. You know, hasn't been explosive. They've been better the last four games, but it has been far from explosive. And so, yeah. I think Cleveland really has the edge um, as far you know with the OP defense. 
I'm going Cleveland here. I don't think it matters who starts a quarterback for Cleveland. If the if the Broncos win this game, they're going to be riding super high. But I am going to take I am going to take the Browns. All right, we have the Chiefs going to Vegas to play the Raiders, and on Murph's highlight, I'm fading him and saying the Chiefs get back. If the Chiefs don't win this game, though, there's going to be a lot of talk around this whole Taylor Swift distraction thing. But I am going to take Kansas City to win. Yeah, I'm taking Kansas City as well. I feel like this is a huge get-right game for them. It's a big opportunity for them to to prove to not only us, but to themselves that they are who they think they are. I think Andy Reid's got to be better as far as play calling. And not that he, you know, not that he's been bad or anything, but he, he just, he's been, I feel like he's kind of gotten complacent in the fact that, that he did have, you know, he didn't have Tyreek last year, but two years ago he had Tyreek. Last year he had a better Juju which I think Juju's kind of fallen off, but maybe yeah. he was elevated, you know, by playing with Mahomes. So, but when you don't, when you don't have that number, uh, you know, bona fide number one receiver, your play calling has to be sharp, sharp, sharp. And yeah. you know, Mahomes is going to bring it. He's been good. He's he hasn't put up great numbers, but I think that's more on his receivers than than him. You know. So, yeah, I think Kansas City wins this game. Oh, yeah, I'm right there. I think Kansas City finds a way to put things back together. All right, the Bills travel to Philadelphia to play the Eagles. Taking Philadelphia. That Bills defense, that poor Bills defense is just so fucking banged up, man. I know they only held held, uh, New York Jets to three points last, last game, but they lost. They had... At least two guys. The one guy got uh, took off on the in the ambulance. Taylor Rapp. Did you Taylor see that? Rapp, yeah, yeah, which is insane. Yeah, it was not. It was it's was pretty scary. He kind of collapsed yeah. there on the field. So uh, hopefully he's doing better. But man, Buffalo they just don't have anybody on defense. They're just so banged up. Yeah. <sighs> yeah, the Eagles should have a get back get right game. I still think the Bills might score some points. This is probably an over game. Uh, no, I don't know. The Eagles defense, every time like I think I have question marks in an area, they show up. I mean, not giving up any points to the Chiefs in the second half. You know, shutting down. They've shut down big-time offenses this year. So, I'm definitely taking the Eagles, but three-and-a-half is probably probably over the three-and-a-half spread. All right, Sunday night game, the 820 game, is the, Raver, Raven, the Ravens going to... Los Angeles to play the Chargers. I just gonna take the Ravens here. Chargers fall to four and seven in my eyes. You know, I want I'm I want to take Baltimore. I'm probably gonna take Baltimore, but this game kind of gives me pause. Yeah, because you know Baltimore did lose their best off their red zone threat. Yeah, in uh, Mark Andrews. And it's not like I uh, know OBJ has played better, but didn't he go out with an injury as well last week? So I, I can't remember if he did or not. But you know, it's not like they have a great receiving core. They did lose a game earlier in the year simply based on drops. So this could be this could be a letdown spot for Baltimore. However, you know they are playing the Chargers, who are yeah. far and away the worst coach team this year, outside of maybe. 
Josh McDaniels and the Raiders. So, that being said, I'm going to take Baltimore. I'm just saying, it, 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 something to think about. Yeah, no, it's definitely something that's like not in a my head. Yeah, that's, that's kind of how I feel about it. I don't think it's a gimme at all. I think this could be a tightly contested game, but I think Lamar Jackson, this is like a game where Lamar Jackson takes over with his feet more than his arm type style games. I think right. he'll have a, a heyday. Chargers did lose Bosa for the year. Looked like a Achilles injury. Yeah, yeah, Bosa's done, which is sad. He was, you know, you see a grown man cry like that. It's something big grown man, you know what I'm saying? Like, that's definitely something. All right, Monday night game, the last game of the slate is the Chicago Bears going into Minnesota to play the Vikings. Mm. I think I got to go with my boy Josh Dobbs here. I do like Dobbs here. I think they bounce back. I think he's going to have a better a better game, you know. Because that Chicago defense is not good. It's not no, good it's by not. any stretch of it's the imagination. Not. However, I could see Chicago winning this game. This is a good matchup because I think so too. Chicago has potential offensively. Um, Justin Fields is not going to blow you away with his arm, but he, ha- he there's always that threat with the legs. So yeah. that adds a dynamic, or you know that that adds a, another layer to, you know, his game. So, but I think, with, I'm going to take Vikings Minnesota. Yeah. yeah, I think the Vikings win. I'm right there with you. I'm going to take the Vikings. Chicago, like if they ha- if their defense shows up, they can win games. But it's just I don't it just hasn't trust been, the been there. Yeah. And, and what's sad is that Eberflus is supposedly this defensive coach. What's up? The defensive coaches. It's very hard to succeed. I feel like in the league. Yeah. And this is just kind of like my here's my one side side note of the podcast. Defensive coaches. It's very hard to succeed in in the league. I mean, you look at all the defense. You look at okay, the Bears, Chargers. Uh, you've got uh, uh, the Bills, who have not looked great. Yeah. You know, you've got New the England. The best one is maybe maybe D'Amico Rines in the Texans. And they're yeah. still only 6-4. and four. Right. So, I feel like it's just very hard, very difficult task for... And it, it kind of ties back into that conversation we were having earlier about the hip drop and taking away... Yeah. Stuff for defense. I mean, at a certain point, how do you coach? How do you coach defense? Yeah. So, yeah. So yeah, I just it's just O'Connell right. is just a better coach than Eberflus. I'm I I'm right there. I'm, I'm going to take Kevin O'Connell, who's put together a great revival of a season, put his team in a fighting chance. I mean, you definitely you got to love what you see. I feel like you got to have even if you know. You know, whatever happens to the Vikings this year, you still have a really, really positive outlook if you're a Vikings fan because because of what you have with the coach. Yeah. I'm I'm in the boat that says this is this is right. a win for for the Vikings. Alright, those those are the week twelve pick'ems. Let's go ahead and do our bets of the week. Yes, I'll sir. go ahead and go first. I've already picked mine out. I've got Pittsburgh mm-hmm. minus one. Uh, at, at Cincinnati, I'm taking the under 34 and a half. I don't think either of these teams are really going to put up many points. And who knows? I mean, I'm probably, if I know myself, I'm probably wrong here. And the fucking 
Pittsburgh is going to have some type of ex- offensive explosion and Pickett's going to go for 300 yards <laughs> and three tutties. Watch him be like the next big thing. He has his, he has his Will Levis game, which we haven't seen yet. I think that I'm going to take... I do this every week. Like I have one, and then I second guess it right at the finish line. It's like I'm holding, I'm holding, I'm holding. But I'm gonna take the the Packers to cover seven and a half points. It's probably an uglier game, and I want to call the under. I think this is a Thanksgiving Day old school style game. Cover seven and a half. Even if they're just, you know, they lose by a touchdown, I think they're still in it. But that line could probably move, I think, by game time. Probably so, tomorrow, listen, yeah, or the next day. Yeah, yeah, it could move to seven, which is tight. I, I, if at seven, I wouldn't take it. I don't. I think it'll probably move to six and a half. I bet. Yeah, I would take the seven and a half. I think you get. Yeah. I think you get at least a point and a half of value there. Yeah. Yeah, I think right now it's the move. But I would take the under, though. I think, it, I, I, you know, you're going to have to Seven and a half is a lot, especially yeah. for a team for a team like the Packers who have, who have been who have been looking a lot better the last couple of weeks. So, yeah, I like that. All right. Murph, you want to close us out? You got anything that you want to say? Um, Man, just happy holidays. The holiday season is yes, here. Sir. I know it can be tough for some people. Um, you know, and, and my heart goes out to, to those in those tough situations, but I hope everybody has a happy Thanksgiving. I hope everybody eats a lot of food and has a lot of, mm-hmm. uh, to me, the hot take here to me, Thanksgiving is better than Christmas because yes. of the materialistic aspect of Christmas of, with the Christmas gifts and everything of that. Like to me, Thanksgiving is about having fellowship, is getting together, having fellowship, creating memories hanging out with the people that mean the most to you who may not even be blood related, you know, in a lot of instances. So, uh, yeah, just a great, great weekend coming up to that. I get Thursday, Friday off. Thank God. Hallelujah. Football food going to be a hell of a hell of a time, man. So enjoy yourself this weekend. Stay safe. Be careful. That's all I got. JD. Great note. I didn't even think about that. This is our Thanksgiving episode, but it will be dropping either uh, probably tomorrow. But going into Thanksgiving, ladies and gentlemen, let's all, you know, show our thanks and tell the people around each other, around us, that we, we love them and appreciate them. And I agree, Thanksgiving is very overlooked because it does push up against Christmas. And I enjoy Thanksgiving a lot more than I do Christmas. The materialistic side of it, the gift giving, all the stress that surrounds Christmas, it just really gets my anxiety going. It takes the fun but, away from it for me. Yeah, that's that's the, the part that it just really stresses me out. But we're going to have a good time this week. I'll be going to see my family, bring Kay out and have them have her deal with the goons and stuff. So Hell yeah. Oh. Yeah, it'll be good. I, I I enjoy food. I had Thanksgiving this past weekend with Kay's family, and it was a good time. We ate a lot of food and made a lot of good stuff. I made a batch of the best deviled eggs ever. Probably have to do another batch. Good shit. All right, ladies and gentlemen, if you enjoyed this episode, 
go and check us out. Spotify, Apple Podcasts, wherever you listen, actually. I don't even, we're everywhere. We're everywhere now. We're on the YouTube now. We've got episodes on the YouTube now. Go and check us out. Like, comment, subscribe, share with your friends. Tell your mom, sister, grandma, brother, father, whoever. Your dead baby mama. I don't know. Somebody in there. Tell somebody to tell somebody who tells somebody. Aside from that, we love you guys. We appreciate you guys. Peace. Peace.